You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Boot computer. List of today's guests. Signing in chat room. Lining up news articles. Checking levels. Adjusting cameras. Oh no, hold on. I didn't mean to do that. Keep going. Keep going. With all she's got to do, you'd think Nicole Sandler was a one-woman band. Well, she is. And she's ready for another show. And now, here's the Nicole Sandler Show on NicoleSandler.com. I hate it when that happens. I, You know, I hit the wrong button and it paused the thing. And uh, All right, so that is that is the one and only <laughs> technical foul uh today on the show i i am guaranteeing <laughs> she says laughingly um guess what it's tuesday and laffy's here now she's not here she's actually in canada but let me tell you something about our friend gotta laugh she um realized that you know it might be a good idea to have an escape plan when things here went really weird about you know, six years ago. So it took them a while. In fact, she'll explain. I'm not going to, I'm not going to explain for her. However, we find out now that she's even smarter than we knew because she escaped these, what are they calling them? Bomb cyclone rainstorms and atmospheric rivers. And that California has been hit with just nonstop rains. It is, it's, it's scary what's going on down there. And Laffy escaped it all. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, maybe we should listen to her a bit more, you know? What do you think? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, we are, she's nodding her head. I can see her now, but you can't yet. All right. So I'll tell you what. Let's not wait any longer because we only get her occasionally these days. So with no further ado, hit it, Lauren Mayer. <laughs> Gives you the blues. Here's the perfect place to go. It's Tuesdays with Carla on the Nicole Sandler Show. Oh, 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 man! And it was working. And of course, I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh no! Oh no! All right, I, I. 
Yeah, uh, I've got I've I'm going to lose the audio streaming for just a moment, just a moment. And in the meantime, Laffy, we can talk. But I think um, we lost progressive voices. So, hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm going to bring that back. I'm going to bring that back. It's just the, the, the streaming software crashed on me because, you know, because I said that it was going to be the um, the last technical foul up, the first and last, yes, you know, course. you knew right then that I jinxed it, uh, right? Right yeah, then and there. Yeah, right then and there I jinxed it. Okay. All right. Um, we should be back with progressive voices. Sorry about that, everybody. All right. I think we're good. <laughs> Knocking on wood laminate. Let's start over. Hey, Laffy. Yeah. How are you? Hey, hey. I'm great up here. I love it up here. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm 50 and I love it. You're I'm not 50. <laughs> I was going to say, you're what? <laughs> That's a line from a Saturday Night Live show. I'm way past 50. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, um, what, when we got here, the day we got to um we're in the vancouver area we're about 20 miles east of vancouver in port moody and when we got here they were in the midst of an anomaly storm snow yeah major snow and like i was real scared and i've never i've never lived in snow before and i've only gone to the mountains for like 20 minutes and played in it and so i was kind of nervous but you know what it was no big deal it was gorgeous it was gorgeous that's so funny i mean feet of snow it wasn't just a couple of inches like they usually get a few there you send pictures that's your backyard with snow it is very pretty it is really pretty it's so pretty up there you're looking back at a neighborhood we are facing a street in the backyard and way in the background there you see i'm pointing as if you can can see (laughs) um you see these trees because we're we're in the middle of a foresty area without really being remote we're actually in kind of a um a small town uh-huh that's right that's directly connected to every big town i mean you know so we're basically and another just one. A, a, a sort of like a suburb but they don't like you to call it a suburb they call oh, it a municipality a municipality i said suburb and they got mad at me that's the front that's the front of our town how cute and we couldn't get into the garage we had to <laughs> dig into the garage and then those are the steps leading up to the front door which we could not climb oh my but we can get in through the garage so it was okay but and then luckily i had bought a little snowblower and it worked oh cool but then yeah. it 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 rained and everything melted and it's all yeah clear and, and we can see behind two or you three days later yeah it was perfectly fine the streets had been um plowed before we got there everybody was mad because it took a while for the st- streets to get plowed but by the time we arrived they had been done and then it rained like a day or two later and everything just melted away and all the beauty went away and just left us with the regular beauty. Now you so, said and that, also in terms of, yep. yeah. No, I was going to say, right. now you said you've been looking at, you've got one of the ring camera things on your, the home in California yeah. and you've been yeah. looking at it and it's like cascading water and sheets coming down. Yeah. Oh my God. I, yeah. You know, we check, it's funny when we're home, we look at our ring camera in Canada and we're in Canada, we look at our ring camera at home. <laughs> and it's, I've never seen this. Um, it, 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 you couldn't, you could barely see the yard because there were big, long sleep or like, I don't know how to describe, it looked like icicle drops, but they weren't, they were, they were water, mm-hmm. but that's how long they were. There were these long drops that just would, were going nonstop. Um, everything was obviously soaked, but we couldn't see that much from a ring camera, even though we have them all over the house, we couldn't see them. 
see that much, but um, enough to tell that it was going crazy there. And then, of course, I'm hearing from people on, online how absolutely flooded. And I've seen pictures and, oh, my God, and Montecito, Santa Barbara, had to evacuate. They had to evacuate. The whole town of Montecito had to evacuate. Uh, I know. Well, you know, a few years ago, they had major flooding, um, major, major flooding. Um, Yeah. And and so I hear they go again. Yeah, it's awful. Um, I have no idea how our area is is doing, but because I haven't read too much about it, I'm assuming it's doing fine. I'm sure there's a lot of flooding in the streets and stuff, but nothing like you're seeing on TV Um, here in Canada. You know, everybody warned me, oh, you're going from Southern California to Canada. What are you nuts? Are you crazy? Do you know that there's like rain there? <laughs> and I said, yeah. <laughs> did they so, know that there's rain in California now? Uh, uh, do they know that there's rain everywhere? I mean, I lived in San Francisco. It, I happened to live in San Francisco during the worst rainy season they ever had there. Um, but the, the way the winter is here, it's no big deal. It's like a light rain that goes on and off all day. We had sun all day today. I don't know if you can. Yeah, I see. I don't it. think it you can see, but fun. it's it's actually was sunny. Now it's a little bit overcast, but but it's it was sunny today, which we haven't had in a while. But basically, it's mid forties. Um, sometimes even gets up to fifty. Not bad at all. You throw on a jacket, you're fine. Um, when we walk the dog, I put on a you know like a beanie and a hood or whatever, and I'm fine. It's no big deal. Living in rain is not a big deal. No. So um, we're happy here. We love it here. I wish we could stay, but we have and, to go back and, and take care of my father-in-law. Right. And and fascism is not rampant where you are. No. <laughs> In fact, all the Canadians I've spoken to online, and I have a ton of them following me now because um, I put on my profile that I, you know, a little Canadian flag and a little American flag. Um, they all tell me the same thing. Yes, there is that element here, but Canadians will have none of it. They're two, they all say the same thing and they're all independent of each other and they're not piling on. I get this like one here and one there and somebody else. They all say, we're smarter than that. We won't tolerate that. We know that there's bad guys here. We don't like them here. And they, the reason they didn't get away with much is because we don't, we won't put up with it. And we're, we're not stupid. We see what happened to you. You, you know? did. They did have the thing in, um, and I forget where it was, mostly I think Ottawa, where they the, the truckers, yeah. you know, took over the streets and stuff. But it didn't, you yeah. know, they, they didn't get very far. Well, not only that, but in Ottawa, when they had the, the uh, convoys go in, a lot of them were American-led and mm. American-participated. So um, they do have a faction here, but it's not nearly like we have at home. And um, they also in Alberta, it's, it's a conservative area from what I've been told. So we're adjacent to Alberta, but, you know, far away, far, far away. <laughs> um, so, yes, of course, every country is going to have drawbacks. Every country, every city, every state, every everything has drawbacks. Yes, there are true. not enough drawbacks here to turn me back to want to go back to California if, you know, if and when we finally we will move up here. But and my kids are up here now. They're yeah. back in class. They finally wow. started. Yep. Which means, okay, so for those who don't know the backstory, I have adult twins, twin boys. They have careers, they have their masters, you know, they're in their late 30s. But in order to get a work permit, the quickest and best way to do that was to go back to college, believe it or not. They get a student permit, then they get a work permit after they complete a couple of years of college. They get a three year work permit. 
then they can get a job, hopefully, and then they can get their permanent, permanent residency. residency. So just like it took us about three and a half years to get ours, it'll take them about three and a half years to get theirs. So, and, and things change here rapidly. Like this last year that we got our permanent residency, it turns out that Canada had a record year for allowing permanent residency. Gee, I wonder why. Mm-hmm. No, but they want, they need certain professions to come in. Okay. They're hoping for more doctors and nurses and things like that. So aren't we it. all? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so things are, you know, are fine up here. Um, shopping and restaurants and stuff are fairly close to what we have at home. There's a lot of American businesses here, but most of them are really kind of like, why would you want that business here? Like, Popeye's chicken yeah, and um, yeah. Old Navy and like, you know what I mean? Like not the really good, like there's no Nordstrom's, you know, uh-huh. there, there's no upscale or there's no like fine food from, from down in no? the United States. It's all this like junk, junk. I don't think so. What a junk food. Um, they have their own fine food, obviously. And it's good, but I'm always surprised at what I'm seeing from the United States here, other than the big corporations. They have Walmart here. A lot yeah, of Walmart. Of course, they, of um, course there, there's Walmart there. There's Walmart everywhere. Everywhere. They used to have Target here. In 2015, they did an experiment. They opened a bunch of stores and closed a bunch of stores because Target was stupid enough to change their merchandise to try to suit Canada. Oh, uh-huh. that's not what Canada wanted. Canada wanted it American and so they wanted whatever it was that that we offered I'm I'm not really clear they don't give a lot of detail but that was the gist of it okay so we didn't get a target here but they have Costco Mm -hmm. and they have Ikea which decorated our entire house um and they have you know just they have been bath and beyond and it's doing pretty well here. It's not like it is at home. The one, the Bed Bath & Beyond next to my house looks like it's ready to die. And the one here is thriving. So. Good. Okay. You know, All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I believe we have a visitor. Oh, oh look yeah, who's joined okay. us. <laughs> so for it's those. So nice of her to drop in. It really is. For those of uh, you listening to the audio stream and not having the benefit of seeing the video stream, we are now joined by Katie Porter in the studio, <laughs> sort of, kind of. And she's reading her book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Uh, of course, the <laughs> photograph that went kind of viral from the, um, uh, the week of From Hell last week. In, oh, in the house yeah. where they voted uh, in interminably um, fifteen times for speaker before. You know, I if I hadn't been utterly exhausted from moving the boys in, I was going to call into the show because it was so insane what, what was going on here in um, in Washington. But I was just no dead on my feet, or you would have heard from me. But but the the things that were going on with the fifteen times and and the fist fight and. Or the near fist fight. I mean, you put the Republicans in charge, and look what happens. If uh, in charge of the House, Matt Gates is every bit the dick that we knew he was. What a schmuck he yes. is! Oh my god, a very tiny schmuck. <laughs> That's what I've heard. A schmuckette. Um, yeah, he's he's a disaster. He's and, and and he's wielding power right now. A lot of power. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's sickening. It's, I I mean, I'm, I, I, you know what, I'm, I'm living in dread of what the next two years is going to be like in the house. The only redeeming 
thing, the only good part about it is whatever they do in the House would still have to pass in the Senate. And there is no way in hell it'll pass in the Senate. And then even if by some miracle it did, it would have to go to President Joe Biden's desk for a signature. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's not he's not down with that shit. No, No, but the things they can do is is not pass legislation, not fund Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And and with their little hearings, they can interfere in time wise if they are successful in the least with certain legal matters that have to get done. Well, the big one and what they're threatening and what we're all afraid of is the debt ceiling, which is a stupid requirement because what the debt ceiling does is it basically says, yes, we'll raise the debt ceiling, meaning we will pay for the money we've already agreed to spend. The 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 uh, the funds that have been allocated by legislation that have already been passed, we are saying that yes, of course we're going to pay our bills. What the Republicans mm-hmm. want to do is say, well, no, we won't because we don't like that they uh, spent all this money. Well, tough shit. Um, yeah, and it's so spent. right, it's already spent. The legislation is already passed. And by the way, those red states get more of the federal dollars that go out to help Americans than the blue states do. You know, right. they, 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 they want that money. They'd freak out if that money all of a sudden disappeared. Yet they're screaming, oh, you're spending too much. And so now, you know, a lot of the crap that passed in this rules package, which, by the way, you know, they had to twist Kevin McCarthy's arm yeah. to get him to yeah. agree to all these things. And it, I thought that they were in for a rough fight in the House to pass this stuff. And you know what? One, count them, one Republican voted against this shit. Mm. One, a guy from Texas. That's it. So they all went along with it. All this stuff that is going to be really detrimental to our well-being. Which is why, and we're going to deal with this when we we get to my Tuesday toots or Tuesday with with God laugh. Um, I keep forgetting what we call it. I don't know um, what we're calling it, but I I do have a new new a, a new music bed for you <laughs> when we do get to it. Oh, okay. But which is why uh, I keep saying there are no moderate Republicans. I, I'm so sick of the media referring to moderates and centrists. There are none. They do occasionally vote for slightly more moderate things, but that's what one out of ten, one out of ninety, one out of a hundred. Yep. Who knows? It's it's. There are no moderates. Yeah. Even in the Senate. Um, I mean, you talk about, oh, Mitt Romney and Susan Collins. Who did they vote for for um, the Supreme Court? Yeah. They, they, that's all you have to find that's out. It. That's it. Oh, Susan Collins, you know, say, oh, Brett Kavanaugh wouldn't lie about something like no, that. Really? No. no. Oh, of course. Let's give not. him a chance. Yeah. Sure. He can't, he'll keep his word. No, they're. That's just an excuse anyway, when she says things like that. You know damn well she'd vote for him no matter what. Oy, oy, oy. Anyway, oy, oy, oy. Um, and for anybody wondering, wondering wondering why Katie Porter is in the shot with us. Oh, right. We have never... <laughs> yeah. but Katie's there because she today declared her candidacy. She's running for sure. the U.S. Senate from California in 2024. Woo-hoo. Now, She's pissed off. I donated to her. I saw that. I saw you tooted that. Um, and good yeah. for you. You know, she's she's yeah. coming under some criticism from other oh, potential. I, did, did you see what I sent you? 
No, no, no. What about that? No. The root pundit. Oh, I got to find it. Root pundit. Uh, let me find. It's going to be easy to find because I just sent it to you, and I haven't been tweeting or tweeting that much. Um, Here it is. I think. Yep. You got um, it. Uh, okay. Oh no! This I, this is something else that he tweeted or tooted earlier today. He wrote. Um, oh, he retweeted her. That, that's uh, never mind. That let's see. That that wasn't what I was looking for. I just found him in my um, in my, my tweets. Yeah, but I I don't okay, know what you're I'm looking gonna, at. I'm gonna I'm gonna find this and you're gonna and because I even I tagged you on it. Um, la 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 la. Yeah, I'm still having trouble navigating the 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 mastodon because it it's mastodonish. It's huge. It's big. There's a lot of stuff here. Well, I have um, columns and lists and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I do too. But I st- it's no, it's still not it's not intuitive yet. Well, that's weird. <laughs> you, know, you can't find it either. I can't find it. In a, I can't find it. It should be right there in my stream. Yeah. Well, there's another way to look for it. Why don't you talk for a second? Okay. I want you to. I want you of all people to to see this. Okay. So, so why don't you? Yeah, I did. I did see a rude pundit um, tweet where he, oh, he wrote. So he retweeted or tooted whatever Katie Porter's announcement, which we'll share with you in a moment. And he wrote, "Hell yeah!" at Katie Porter OC. Fuck shit up. <laughs> Yes, but that wasn't the one. And no. I'm, now I'm on his stream. Okay. Now I'll find it. Okay. But you keep talking about, why don't you play her thing? Okay. Oh, good idea. So so here's what Katie Porter um, made this announcement today. And, and here's, how, here's how she did it. We're living through a time of extraordinary change. I'm Katie Porter. Change can be electrifying and exhilarating. But change can also be disruptive and disorienting, like the constant assault on our democracy and the dangerous imbalance in our economy. Too often, this disruption is coming from within. They used to call the United States Senate the world's greatest deliberative body. Yeah, well, if that were ever true to begin with, that has changed too. The threat from so-called leaders like Mitch McConnell has too often made the United States Senate the place where rights get revoked, special interests get rewarded, and our democracy gets rigged. As Californians, we've proven we won't just sit by and let these things happen. You always do your part, and I will continue to do mine. Especially in times like these, California needs a warrior in Washington. That's exactly why I'm announcing my candidacy for the United States Senate in 2024. I don't do Congress the way others often do. I use whatever power I have to speak hard truths to the powers that be. To not just challenge the status quo, but call it out. Name names and demand justice. Hell yeah. That goes for taking on Wall Street and the big banks, big oil, and big pharma. It's why I refuse to accept corporate PAC and lobbyist campaign money. I don't want it. And I'm leading the fight to ban congressional stock trading. I won't tolerate it because it's just wrong. To win these fights, it's time for new leadership in the U.S. Senate. If you agree, please go to katieporter.com and join my campaign for the U.S. Senate today. Thank you for caring about the California we can build together. 
I got goosebumps. KatiePorter.com. Seriously, I got I have I have goosebumps from that. She's great. You should. I love She's her. Awesome. I and you know, I was surprised um to see Elia Mistal say he loves Katie Porter, but um if she's not for expanding the court like Rokana or something like that, then he's going to ha- he he won't vote for her. He won't. Huh. Well, he's, he her. can't vote Any, for her anyway because anyway, he lives in New York and she's running for a Senate from vote, California. That's right. So I, that's right. He's in know. New York. But you yeah. know what I'm saying. Supporter. I know. Um, he, I found it. I found the uh, the shoot. All right. So he's uh, Ruth Pundit is retweeting or re, yeah, uh, Alex Seitzwald. Um, from NBC. And uh-huh. Alex Heitzball says, a source close to Adam Schiff called it an incredible mistake for Porter to launch her bid amid California's historic storms. Quote, we're not playing politics in the middle of a natural disaster that has oh, left please. people dead. And and Rude Pundit said, if one of your issues is climate change, then announcing your candidacy during a climate change-induced crisis makes sense. Yes, it does. Yes, it Ding. does. You know, it's absolutely. And you know what? This was probably planned for a long time to be after they finished the the, the speaker elections and the rules and the 118th Congress kicks in that she wanted to be first in. I don't blame her because this could be busy. Now, the other criticism is that Dianne Feinstein hasn't yet announced her plans. And how could Katie Porter push out Senator Feinstein? Push her out. She's She's 89 years old. She'll be 92 when the 2024 elections roll around. Enough already. She probably forgot to announce that she was going <laughs> to retire. Now, do we I'm know sorry. for sure? I mean, do we know for sure that Katie Porter is not for expanding the court? I had not um, heard that. I only can tell you what, what, what Ellie said. said. Yeah. I think he was saying if she's not, or maybe she he heard that she wasn't. I don't know. It didn't sound very strong yet. He was just sort of putting it out there. Yeah, but why you know? put out a negative uh, if, if, you know, if, if, I don't if know it's why. not? I mean, I'd have to go back and, and look it up for you, but um, I could if you want. Let's see. Let's see what I can find in my magic Let's screen. See. I'm looking for something. Um, uh, uh, here. Oh, that's the wrong one. It's about grains. I don't know why he was talking about grains, but he was. Well, why don't I just go to his stream then? Why don't I just do that? That would be easier. Ellie Mistal. Yeah, and oh, I'm looking up. I, I just Googled, is Katie Porter for expanding the Supreme Court? And and I'm not coming up with anything. So, but that also means oh, that she's probably not against it. Like she hasn't been... Uh, uh, openly against it, but I don't know. Would you see anything? He said, I'm generally a fan of Katie Porter, but as usual, I will be rooting for the candidate with the deepest commitment toward expanding the court, and I'm not sure Porter is going to be that one. Still, a literal blank white board would, a little, a literal blank whiteboard would be more helpful than die fi <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's true. That is but it, true. It just, it sounded like, you know, he was iffy. That That's where I was going with that. Yeah. And you know what? Speaking so, of hey, yeah. Diane Feinstein, she needs to say loudly and clearly, I will leave Congress when my term ends in two years. Yeah. I don't think she can even st- handle the next two years. The woman just no. is not all there anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that. She's 90 years old. Just go home. Go home. I don't know why she won't do that. I don't know what you know, and unless it is something to do with her um, state of state of mind now, but 
Otherwise, if it's an ego thing, she shouldn't have to worry about that. People are really appreciative of her. I always get people when she gets a lot of criticism saying, yes, but she did this, this and this. And they're right. She did some good things. Um, But it's it's time for her to wave bye bye. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Look, we finally did something about the and I, God, this makes me sound like a like a ageist, and I'm not. But we did something about the not. geriatric problem in the House on the Democratic side. Now we need to do something about it in the Senate. I'm I'm blown away that Chuck Grassley won re-election. I mean, come on, you know, oh, I know. Stop I know. it already. Go home. For more be grandpa for more reasons than one. It's not just age, but yeah. you know, it's the future belongs to the next generation. Give them a chance to 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 chart their own course. We fucked it up enough. No, I agree. I'm I'm tired of old white men, basically. You and me both. Uh, old old white women too, but old white men particularly. Um go away, especially Grassley. You're horrible. I hate you. Anyway, let's go to a couple of toots. We okay, got, I got lots so, to cover here. So we, you know, we are in the midst of the craziness that the that 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 Muskrat, as you call him, or Elmo, has unleashed on the world of Twitter. He's really destroying that place. So oh, I'm still horrible. tweeting over there, but you know, moving to Mastodon, it's confusing. Mastodon, they toot. On, on Twitter, they tweet. We've been doing Laffy's tweet spot. So this is her toot tweet spot, I think. You didn't hear it? I couldn't hear it. Oh, no. no. Oh. Okay. All I heard Wait. was the tweet tweet. Oh no. Okay, hold on. I'm going to play it from here, so you should be able to hear it from here. Okay. Um, okay. If I can find where I put it, where did I put? It? Here it is. Okay. It's just a mashup. <laughs> it's really a mashup. <laughs> I still didn't really. It's it's it had it had. Um, toot sweet with tweet tweet and toot toot tootsie and toot toot poop poop um, tweedle tweedle tweet. That's it what it was. It was hard to understand. <laughs> it goes by fast. But <laughs> uh, it's the thought that counts. Thank you. So. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. So what are they tweeting, tooting, tweeting about? Tooting. The toot was, you know, a toot had a a, a cocaine connotation back in the day. Just saying. When you say toot, that's like a toot. Just, you know. It's like a beep. No, it's like a. Oh, a toot. I was going further back. Yeah. no, (laughs) I was going. In fact, a toot way back was toot toot. Yeah. But then it became and, and that was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we 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 could go on about nothing, couldn't we? we? Yeah, we right. could. Easy. We and we do. Yes, we do. often. Um, it's part of our charm, though. Don't you think? <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. That's mm. all they say. That's right. <laughs> um, Mercedes Schlapp. Oh, oh, Ooh. yeah. Now, how is Mercedes <laughs> dealing with her husband's um, proclivities? I can't tell you that because I blocked her. We used to follow each other way back. You and Mercedes or um, you and Matt? Mercedes. Okay. 
the white the wifey poo. Gotcha. Uh, I've never followed uh, her husband, but um, she was very nice. I mean, in terms of before I knew who she was, you know, she she was very pleasant and friendly, and we'd say hello, and it was fine. Oh my God. And then then she got involved with the Trump group, you know, and when he was in, and I said, "What are you doing?" You know, and then I said, "I'm sorry, I I can't do this with you anymore." Bye, and I. I blocked her. Oof. But anyway, she, there's a screen grab of what she said. Mm, what did she say? And, and her husband, well, the background is that her husband was accused of groping a young man, if, if I'm correct. A, right? a on, staffer um, for Herschel Walker, of all for people. Herschel Walker. A staffer right. for Herschel Walker. The word is that uh, Matt Schlapp, the husband of Mercedes, the man behind CPAC, um, yes. not only groped him, but but in the car put his hand directly on the crotch of this Herschel Walker staffer. Yes. Right? That's what he was accused of doing. Yeah. Exactly. So, so what did Mercedes? The, the staffer was none too happy. Uh, I guess not. Oh, oh no. Um, so she said, this is not about that. She just said in a, in a tweet or something, wherever this is from. Yeah, a tweet. Keep your eyes on Jesus. <laughs> and so Mrs. Betty Bowers, yes, keep your eyes on Jesus because you never know where he's going to pop up. Where his hand um, might wind and, up, I guess. Oh, yes, indeed. And Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Betty Bowers said, keep your eyes on your husband. Oh, yes. Well, you know, we oh. have a friend, a friend by the name of, mm-hmm. well, Bruce W. Nelson or Mangy Fetlocks, who has a little song about that oh. incident. Take it away. Oops, take it away. Howdy, folks. Mangy Fellocks here. I just heard that uh, Matt Schlapp, the uh, head of uh, CPAC, got in a bit of trouble because uh, a driver that uh, was driving him to the airport said that he was uh, grabbing his crotch. Uh-oh. And uh, it was something he was not uh, looking to have done while he was driving <laughs> somebody. So, uh, you know, CPAC, I think I know what that stands for. Closet Pervatives and Conservatives. That's the CPAC we all know, led by dear Matt Schlapp, who is in deep crap, trying to get some junk to grow. <laughs> Though he's got a wife who's curvy, Matt is secretly quite pervy, still he pushes family values, cause that's where the money is. <laughs> Ain't it curious, CPAC's furious about LGBTQs. They maintain that they need to go away. That's at least their stated views. On their holsters, they cut notches. Meanwhile, Matt is grabbing crotches. It's bad actors acting badly. That makes CPAC what it is. Oh, yeah. That it? I don't think those guys are real sincere, but uh, <laughs> they're making a pile of money doing it. Yeah, they are. Thanks for listening. Y'all take care. <laughs> uh, a mangy fetlocks, everybody. Bruce W. Nelson to his friends. That would include us. Yeah. Oh, well, I think we needed that little musical interlude. Of course. You? Absolutely. That's yes. why we had it. <laughs> I've been trying to, to chat in chat room, and for some reason, let's see if this will work. At which chat? Oh, there you are. Hello, anybody you wrote. You're there. Yes, but now I can't. Now I can't. It says log in, but I thought I did. I am logged in. Hello. So the, yeah, that's the chat at NicoleSandler.com. This chat is screwy. Yeah. Just so you know. I, I, I don't think anybody new can sign up. I tried like months ago and it and it didn't 
allow me to. Oh, that that's an old one that I saw. Um, there you are. No, okay. I see me. I don't see you. You're right. You're not there. No, I saw an it old keeps one. coming up with a login message, even though I'm already logged in. Well, you know, I can try to log in again. Okay. I don't know how. I don't know where the thing is. Yeah, you know oh, what? Well, now now that I'm over at that at that chat window, Joni has a good comment. She said, "Though that's what I was answering." As you are talking about old white men and being sick of them, well, you know, Ed Markey is old, and he is the right. new. He is a. He he is a senator now from Massachusetts, uh, and he can be grumpy. But I was less than impressed with Joe Kennedy and not happy when I got the mail from Katie Porter asking for money to support Joe Kennedy. Um, I agree. I don't like Joe Kennedy. I like, um, I, 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 but I do like Ed Markey. Um, I and do too. It's not, and he's not 90. Yeah, he may be older. Bernie's older, but he's not, right. he's not Dianne Feinstein senile older i'm sorry they're there comes dynamic a point. and they're useful yes um they have a lot to to offer and what i was going to answer you Joni. sorry i couldn't i can't get through um i was going to say not all old white men i like yeah. old white men i just don't like most of them in congress and uh that excludes of course the ones i do like right um, and I'm the thing is we have enough already we need more young people in there we do need more young people in there but also I want to know that you can speak contemporaneously without a script and make sense and not be fumfering around. Bernie Sanders can still do that. Diane Feinstein cannot. And I'll tell you what, Nancy Pelosi had trouble doing that. That's why it was refreshing to hear Hakeem Jeffries deliver that speech on the floor of the House when he handed the gavel over to the newest McCarthy. Um, it, it, you know, Yes, he had notes, but he delivered a barn burner of a speech that appeared to be off the cuff without any fumfering, without any teleprompter, He j- because he's got it in him. And, and again, look, I, I'm not the biggest Hakeem Jeffries fan, but I can heap the praise on where it's deserved. Right. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm with you. Yep. Yep. What? What okay. you doing? Now your whole page is screwing up on me. Now I'm hearing you. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. I can't get onto chat, guys. I'm trying. Well, you can go to the YouTube chat. The YouTube chat is busy. Nothing against the chat at NicoleSandler.com on the Listen Live page. That's the OG chat. But the YouTube chat is where all the action is. Right. Except that whenever I've used the YouTube chat, I get so distracted by it (laughs) that I can't do anything. I hear you. I can see everybody. I just can't. I can't type in there. I'm a serial multitasker. So, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, you're better than I am. I can't. All right. Uh, getting back to here's this isn't one more tweet, and then I'm on to other things. Okay. Um, CNN reported, quote, Matt Gates's approval ratings are now in the teens. Well, and Mueller, <laughs> she wrote, said, right where he likes to be. In the teens. In the see? teens. Double I got it in the teens. <laughs> yes. Got it. <laughs> That was a joke, you guys. That was a joke. But, but it was true. Funny? The best jokes are rooted in truth. Yes, Just saying. Are. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Now on to the other stuff. All right. Those were my tweets of the day. Okay. Now we're on to, um, to Mastodon toots and whatnot. Now those are longer. Now I get to get into some depth with you guys because 
you're not limited to uh, to 280 or whatever it is. You're limited. And to did you hear what Elmo's doing now? He's he's opening yes. up Twitter to like two thousand four thousand word tweets. So like blog posts is something exactly. new. Well, that's what I was going to say. He's really he's really yeah, gonna, exactly what I was gonna cutting say. edge. He's really up to date. He's going to have blog the Twitter blog. No, thank you. Right. The reason the reason I stopped blogging is. I got tired of long form. So what do I want to go do it on uh, right. Twitter for? Yes. So there. Yes. Um, all right. So Kyle Cheney is really good at, at stuff. Sometimes he's uh, got some good reporting. He said, uh, uh-huh. I, and I don't usually like Politico, but he, Kyle Cheney's good. Um, he said, a judge has ordered the unsealing of key excerpts. And now wait, something just broke on this, by the way. Oh no, that's a different one. Never mind. Um, uh, key excerpts of Trump's deposition and E. Jean Carroll's lawsuit against him. Of course, Trump's attorneys have read the judge's unsealing order, but they don't like it and would like him to reconsider it. Apparently, the judge's un- original handwritten order, and it was handwritten in cursive, uh, described the obligations of the quote plaintiff E. Jean Carroll rather than the defendant Trump. In light of that discrepancy, Trump wants another chance to argue for secrecy. Well. The judge unexpectedly reversed himself and agreed with the Trump people. So he gave them a, a couple of days on that. But I was just looking up that broke, which actually broke before, I think. A New York federal judge delays unsealing part of the Trump. Oh, this is it. Tr- uh, deposition in the defamation lawsuit. So that's the same story. OK, I just read it to you. OK, it came out earlier. So I don't know why they're calling it breaking news because yeah, it's because, happened hours ago. Because that's what they do. Everything's yeah, breaking yeah. news. It's, it should actually be broken news. Yeah, it should. Uh, Mark Elias, we love Mark Elias. Mark Elias is the one that won 61 uh-huh. court cases against Trump, uh, who's basically saving democracy for us. He said, can people stop saying, okay, this is what you and I were talking about, Nicole. Can, and this is what something I, I typed this day in and day out. Mark Elias and Ellie Mistal worded it more succinctly than I did. Can people stop saying that House GOP, quote, centrists or, quote, moderates, moderates will revolt if McCarthy gives away too much of the freedom to the Freedom Caucus? There are no centrists or moderates in the GOP. If they existed, says Mark Elias, they would already be flexing their power in these floor votes, which is exactly what we saw happen with the rules. They voted for the rules. They are not centrist. Uh-huh. Ellie Mistal said, one thing the media has to not do is portray every Republican who is against wackadoodle conspiracy theories and impeachment as political retribution as moderate. Being able to look up when it's raining without drowning doesn't make you a moderate. No. That's what he says. Well, that's true. That's true. It is true. It is true. It is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're not even drinking just get us a glass of wine and see what happens oh god no uh, now here's a here's a, a rather long one from the atlanta journal this is from yesterday in case you hadn't heard you guys uh the fulton special grand jury has completed the trump investigation this is the funny willis case mm-hmm. um Judge Judge McBurney also scheduled a hearing on January 24th, during which parties, including the Fulton District Attorney's Office that advised the jury, the news media and presumably investigation targets will argue whether the grand jury's report should be made public. Jurors recommend that their report should be published. The grand jury's final report, known as a special presentment, 
is expected to include a summary of its findings. It may also contain recommendations on whether anyone should be indicted if a majority of jurors can agree. The final decision on whether to press charges, however, ultimately rests with Bonnie Willis, who would need to present evidence before a separate regular grand jury that has the power to indict. There could also be appeals to Georgia's highest courts. Even if McBurney, the judge, decides to release the report, portions of it could be redacted until a later time. Um, Should a case against Trump move forward, of course, his lawyers are expected to fight the Fulton DA every step of the way, which could drag out proceedings for months or longer. Now, this first grand jury, the one that just concluded, they've been dissolved now. They were there for Fonnie Willis to use to get testimony. She needed to subpoena people. That was what they were there for. They gave testimony, and that way she could decide what to use in an indictment if if she uses anything to indict, if she does indict. So it was sort of a precursor to what she needed before she could go to the bigger grand jury or the the criminal grand jury. Does that make sense? Did I say uh, it right? Yeah, no, it, it absolutely does. It 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 does. Uh, sorry, I, 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 I'm I'm um, hesitating because, I, you know me, I do multitask and sometimes not always successfully. Yes. But I looked up in my email and there's an email that just came in and it says somewhat emergency. Julie in B.C. forgot a laugh. Please read. And it says, what is it? It says, hi, Nicole and Laffy. I'm listening to you both on Nicole's show now on Progressive Voices. I'm a longtime listener. This is Julie Bolton. Links to media on me below. I'm the woman who is co-founder of BC for Bernie and Our Revolution Vancouver. And I'm trying to personally connect with Laffey, who has just moved to British Columbia. I'm also a recent. Well, you're in the process of. She's also a recent former communications chair of Democrats Abroad Vancouver. Oh, good. And then she said, I think I I can offer help for her. And at age 65, was just laid off of my writing job of 10 years. So I'm very interested in getting her my resume. So anyway, I'm going to forward you this email. But it's a a new, new friend for you up there. Oh, no, absolutely. And I, oh, do I appreciate that. Um, I was contacted by Democrats in Um, Canada, whatever it's called. Democrats um, abroad? About a year ago. Uh Uh-huh. What? Her group. Democrats abroad. Um, About a year ago. Abroad, yes, on Twitter. And I was so grateful, and I kept their tweet, like it's in my email stash somewhere. Um, And I haven't looked at it yet because we haven't moved here officially. Like, we can't because my 96-year-old father-in-law still lives in California. He's still okay. Um, We can't leave him. He's going through medical stuff, but it's nothing you know, life-threatening or anything. Um, So we're still living in California most of the time. But when I get to actually live up here for realsies, um, I definitely want to get together with her and figure stuff out and and, and learn how to vote from abroad. Cool. Well, I just sent her, I just sent you her email. So Julie, Laffy has it. She will get in touch with you. And that's what we're all about here. Connecting people across the continent. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I guess. Do we hear birdies? It look going in like in butterflies and and like Cinderella music. Yeah. And sun rays uh, and well, well. Anyway, if you want birdies, I mean, um, <laughs> you know, we got, we got we got this. <laughs> <laughs> I like I the yum, 
yum, yum, num, num, toot, toot, poop. Sorry, I just, I'm a kid. I'm a child. I can't believe you didn't hear that. You are a child, but so am I, and that's why we get along. I'm five. How Um, old are you? Well, I like the number four better. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, Olivia Beaver said, news. Yeah. Republican uh, Representative Mark Green of Tennessee got the Homeland Security gavel. And he beat out Representative Dan Crenshaw of Texas. So Aaron Fritchner, and I've forgotten who he is, so I'm sorry, but he said before he was elected to Congress, Mark Green was Trump's second nominee for Secretary of the Army. Oh, God. His nomination was withdrawn after past bigoted comments surfaced, including attacks on Muslims and a public statement that transgender is a disease. Oh, and my God. He's heading Homeland Security. And today... Texas Republican Representative uh, Fallon uh, uh, filed articles of impeachment against Mayorkas. We are in for two years of what can only be described as a shit show. It's a a shit show. It already is, and it's going to get shittier. Oh, it's going to get way shittier. Um, Speaking of how shitty things are, Tony Stark, he's like, seems to be an activist. He's on Mastodon. He said, I've seen and heard a few comments saying Brazil's situation, quote, resembles the U.S. January 6th attack. It's worse than that. It was inspired by and consciously modeled on the American insurrection. The GOP, yep, is no longer a pro-democracy party, of course. They have been for years trying to destroy faith in our democracy and to those around the world, undermine our institution. Uh, institutions and gain power to end our democracy. They are a clear and present danger to our way of life, liberty, freedoms, and rights. Many Americans used to believe our country was a beacon of freedom and democracy for the world. Well, Republicans turned us into a beacon of how to stage a coup. All of us need to come to grips with this. We need to act. We need to work to stop them. We need to organize at all levels. This certainly won't be the last time they have inspired. And meanwhile, like Steve Bannon yes. has been all over this for years. Well, Steve Bannon was advising them and Bo- he Bolsonaro. and 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 um, uh, Stephen Miller, you know, the, yes. when, when you when you lay down with dogs and I hate that expression because I love dogs. When you dogs lay down good, with yeah. rodents, with rats, that's what you get. That's mm-hmm. what you get. And then yeah. did you see the picture? There's a photograph yesterday. I showed it yesterday of Ivanka, Ivanki, with Eduardo Bolsonaro, who is Jair's yep. son, who spends a lot of time here, taken at the White House two days before January 6th, on January 4th, 2021. And there's Vanki holding the baby for whom she's the godmother. What the fuck? Oh, they're all they're all ended up to their chins. Just disgusting sub scum pieces yeah, of doo-doo. They really um, are. And so, yet they are like, oh, Joe Biden must be investigated. Excuse me. Uh. For what? Just find something. Yeah. Um LOL GOP has a good one liner. He yeah. said, failed dictators who plot coups are more welcome in Florida than gay kids. R. Yeah, they are. He should have ended it with R. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He, yeah. he just has been gay kids. And and R. so there's calls um, for Biden to um to kick him out. You know, deport Bolsonaro. I don't want him in Florida. Do are we the home of deposed dictators now? Are we giving yeah, I, I are we giving this failed dictator, this ousted criminal, this Donald Trump wannabe? 
asylum? I, I, don't... I read more about that. They're they're not just keeping here for fun. I can't remember what it was. Um, they they would like to like there was something that started up about it, so it made me feel better. But I don't remember what it was or what I read, so I'm sorry. Okay, because um, my memory hole is deeper than yours. <laughs> um, so there was a SCOTUS hearing today. Yeah, I heard. Or, you I, know where they yeah. present a case, and um, Ellie Mistal live tweeted it. Uh-huh. So I will read you his live tweet, and it's very depressing. Oh, boy. Um, Gray. He said, yeah, yeah. Well, anything to do with them is going to be depressing. Uh-huh. Huge Supreme Court case today, Glacier versus the Teamsters. Cement truck drivers went out on strike. Some cement in their trucks had hardened, as cement is known to do. After the strike, the company, quote, sued workers for destruction of property. The issue is whether they can. If the company wins, it will vitiate ability of workers to strike, which has been happening quite a bit, don't you know, he says. Mm -hmm. Now is where I remind you that the Roberts Court has been the most pro-business court in U.S. history that lives to smash rights. I haven't heard Alito's high-pitched antebellum squeal that he claims to be (laughs) his real voice yet. It worries me that he hasn't felt the need to say, without cement companies, we'd have no way to drown witches as the founders intended. (laughs) I fear... I fear he's quiet because he knows he's won. This is all going this is all going even worse than I figured he goes on. And right. I figured it would go pretty badly. Essentially, KBJ and Sotomayor have abandoned their best arguments for unions and are now focused on limiting the scope of the eventual corporate victory. Well, that sucked. Every labor case starts with this six this court, six to three against labor. This case may be eight to one or nine to zero with liberals siding with the jackboots to limit the scope of this ruling. I'm getting very Fulton versus city of Philadelphia. And then in parentheses, anti-gay adoption case that was nine zero vibes. He was very, very upset about this. Yeah. Well, That's all my uh, two of the day, by the way. Okay. Well, you know, um, this just in broken news. Uh, The former guy, has released a statement, oh. you know, the former guy. There was a oh, yeah. there was a death in the <clears throat> MAGA family. Yes, I, there was. And the, and the former guy has released a statement. So I just learned some very sad news at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, we oh, are no. out of the dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. <laughs> but on top of that, we also got some very sad news that our raisinette which was my name for Diamond of Diamond and Silk. You know, people call them Diamond and Silk, but I knew them so well, I called them Raisinette and Goober. Uh, She passed away. And it's a very sad thing because it might have been diabetes because she was sort of a fat black. And that kills like 99% of African-Americans, but it also might have been black-on-black crime, which is also a shame. You know, actually looking into whether uh, Goober killed Raisinette but if that wasn't the case, I think there's also a chance she died of a broken heart. A broken heart because they they stole an election from her president and they lied about it and she was so upset. And that's what I think it was. Fake doctors are saying it was something called COVID, which I'm not too familiar with. I don't know. Seems like something new they've made up. But I've heard of COVID and I'm wondering what if it was black COVID? They're not even talking about black COVID. That, you know, it attacked... Uh, Herbert Kane, who was a pizza guy I didn't know too well, but he showed up to my strong rally in Oklahoma and then got sick and died. Said bye bye, like a patriot. But now we're looking at the loss of Raisinette. 
a very talented person who is, you know, just loved her president, loved speaking in broken English, and loved doing social media, including, by the way, on Truth Social. So, uh, Platinum, you'll be missed. Uh, you know, at first, when I first met you, I thought you worked as a stripper at a fat strip club, but it turns out you were just oh, a patriot looking for a paycheck and boy did we support you you didn't thank me by the way you could have used a you know you were nice to me but i would have preferred if you'd should have been more grateful and said you know thank you sir and you said thank you but not enough to be honest but uh, you will be missed uh whatever the hell your name is bye bye there you go the former guy weighing in on the death of diamond or silk one of them died. Yeah. I, I really like diamonds. Daddy, daddy bought me so many diamonds when I was like 10. Um, I used to put them on my dolls. And then I started like shaving their hair off because I didn't want them to be prettier than me. <laughs> and daddy, daddy came in and he said, you, the diamonds aren't going to stay on the dolls with their hair off because if you turn them upside down, they'll fall off. And I felt so bad. So um, he gave me more diamonds. Oh, which was really nice. And, and daddy I, I could be nice. And I understand that, you know, he right. got all his money from his daddy, just like you're getting your money from your daddy. That's that's very true. I'm not squandering mine, though. Oh, I'm I, I mean, I'm not um, saving <laughs> mine in the bank account like daddy did. Gotcha. But yes, diamond and and ruffles, diamond and satin Diamond, what what are their names? Diamond and uh, uh, Daddy? Dust. Diamond and Dust, isn't it? Diamond Dust. <laughs> Daddy loves me. Yeah. Daddy loves me. Daddy yeah. loves me. Daddy loves me. Daddy loves me. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, by the way, no, you haven't. That was good. That was, that was, that was, yeah, that, that, that was good. Um, I do want to, I do want to take just a moment to say that, you know, what, what's going on in the house this week? Thank goodness for Jim McGovern, because Jim McGovern of yes. Massachusetts got up and said, this rules package blows, mm -hmm. I think, blows. The first legislation on the floor by this new majority, and they are using it to gut the Office of Congressional Ethics attack women's access to abortion, make it easier for big oil companies to pollute, and interfere in ongoing criminal investigations into President Trump. They're making it easier for billionaires and big corporations to avoid paying their taxes. Yeah. Is that part of their contract with America? Is that their big plan to help everyday people? Because most people who read this package would think it must be a joke. A bad joke. They're trying to shut down criminal investigations into the former president's wrongdoing. They are making it easier to slash taxes on billionaire corporations while dismantling the social safety net. They're giving committee chairs unbalanced discretion over which witnesses can testify, rejecting pandemic safety procedures like remote voting, and trying to force an end to the congressional, to congressional staff unionization. And the icing on the cake? A new subcommittee to push QAnon conspiracies and launch fake investigations into non-existent scandals. What's next? A rule requiring we all wear tinfoil hats? Well, yeah. Yeah. What, what did you <laughs> expect? Much. And by the way, Catherine Clark, she has their number. 
what we are seeing here is that when they talk about process. That is a smokescreen. What none of the representatives you just had on would take on is that they've already put this out there. This is their written agenda that they had put forward during the midterms, that they are going to use the debt ceiling as leverage Watch to out. take American seniors hostage. Hello. This right. is their plan. They voted to raise the debt ceiling three times under the Trump administration. Yep. This is all about forcing us to make cuts to Social Security, where the hard-earned earnings of Americans reside, and Medicare, so that they can, you know, enact that in the middle of a crisis. That is taking our seniors hostage. We have to be clear about this. You think? And all the talk about process and amendments and germaneness, that is cover for what they're really trying to do, which is dismantle the equities of our economy and to make sure that their billionaire buddies continue to thrive at the expense of hardworking American families. Well, you... It sounds like so much fun. We've got a, a epic two years ahead of us. I don't, I don't get how Republican seniors. I mean, all they want to do, you know, the Republicans want to do is privatize everything. Yeah. Don't their voters get that? I don't I, they understand what what they'd be missing? You know what? No, because they watch and listen to right wing media, which makes shit up. They're not understanding what's going on because the, nobody's reporting the truth to them the uh, the channels and yeah, the no, the new right. the so-called news outlets that they frequent where they get their information they're getting propaganda they're not getting news mm-hmm. so That's they're being lied point. to right. And, and they will swear to it they will swear to the lies yeah. they're being told and that's what's really scary among other things that's horrible among everything <laughs> yeah oh boy well Oh, boy. You come up here with me after you move to... Uh, <laughs> after we move to Arizona. In, in, in somewhere in there. Yeah. The area somewhere there. In a couple of months. Yeah. It's it's now, uh, what's today? January 10th. We're looking at, you know, mid-April. Are you going to go out there and scout around or are you just going to go? We're going to go. Gonna go? We're going to probably like oh get a like an Airbnb or something for... a couple yeah, of weeks. That's what we did. Yeah. And exactly. look, because, you know, I look online all the time. I look at Zillow. We're looking for rentals. Yes, I'm not right. looking to buy anything. But whatever is available now will not be in April. And one of the reasons no, we're not. waiting till April is because it's the season is over and hopefully rents will come yeah. down a little bit because everything's exorbitant right now. Oh, er- everywhere. It's not just, you know, everywhere, you know, too. oh, cars, you know, Allison totaled her car. So thankfully she's okay. okay? She's fine. But she totaled her car. So she needs a car. Well, the used car market is insane. She, and she has a few extra dollars because she had a a 2016 Honda Fit that she bought about four years ago and I think paid 16,000 for. Guess what it was worth as a total. The insurance company paid her bank loan off 8000 or so she had left on it, and she got a check for 8000 It held its value that much, number one, because oh. Hondas hold their value, but number two, the prices of used cars right now are insane. 
So yeah, I'm looking. I had no idea. I'm looking for a new lease for her because it's cheaper to lease something and get something new That's and small, what we do. right? Yeah. But so I'm looking at this new Hyundai Kona, which is really cute. It's like a little mini SUV. It's adorable, and they have a deal. Mm-hmm. It says thirty nine ninety five down and two oh nine a month. For 36 months, but that's the the basic, the SE uh, thing. This deal is good through the end of January. All the dealerships here in South Florida, none of them have that model in stock. You know when they're expected? In February. Oh, <laughs> after the, the lease oh. deal is over. So, you know, this I've been so stressed out for the last week or so because I'm trying to help my kid buy a car. We were dealing with used cars and oh, my God, it's frightening. And car dealers suck big time. And so it's just stressful. I need a I need a vacation again. <laughs> I know I, I totally get it. It's you not, know, I feel so calm fun. when I'm up here. And then I come home and I've been away for a month and I'm totally stressed and I want to go, you know, you it's so difficult these days. I don't know how we're all doing it. When do you but come back? It, when do you come back? We don't know yet. Oh. Um, it always depends on Mr. Lappy's work. Gotcha. I mean, he works from up here, but he has to break away to drive. You know, we have to take five days to drive. Right. So he can't work those five days. And if he leaves right in the middle of a show... That just leaves everybody, they can't do it. Yeah. So he has to find a spot where they can break him off and either during a hiatus or if there's someone to, for some reason to sub for him somehow. So it's really hard. That's that's how we've always um, planned our trips, just so you know. Uh-huh. Based on his work. I get it. I, I, I understand. I, I do. Yeah. I, I do. Well, you've got the interweb there in Canada now. So we're able to make the cross country connection. We did. You should see how I have it set up. I have a crate, mm. a crate with drawers in it, you know, that you put in your closet mm-hmm. sitting behind my um, monitor. And I have my laptop on the crate so okay. that the, the camera is high enough. Good. It, I mean, if you were to walk, it's on a kitchen table. Good. That works. <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know, at home I have a camera. Yes. I just have a camera. <clears throat> so it's okay. It's kind of, you know, ba- everything's balanced up here. It all, it's, cool. it's all good. It works. It's, it's all good, man. And you get a nice backdrop too. You we can, do. You get this to see our little very nice little plants. Okay. <laughs> um. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Will Bunch is going to be here. Will was supposed to be here last week. <gasps> he was supposed to be here last Wednesday, and he forgot. Yeah. He just oh, no. spaced out. So I'm constantly looking. Oh, I'm looking over because the the Zoom comes in on that computer over there. I'm constantly looking, and he's not there, and he's not there. And so I had to, oh, you know. No. Luckily, I've, there was tons of stuff going on, so I was able to fill the hour. He just totally spaced out. He's like, and I was online oh, until five fifteen, and then I needed mm-hmm. to go to the store and get something, and I just just forgot. Oh. So he will be here tomorrow. I will remind him in the morning. He I will set an him. alarm. We're best friends on Twitter. Yes, he's a good guy. He's a, and he's a great writer. Then Thursday, of course, it's yeah. Thursday. Howie will be here. And you know who it looks like is coming on Friday? Rebecca Ooh. Jones. Remember Rebecca Jones? She, yes. She was the Florida um, uh, yes. official who dealt with all the numbers, the COVID numbers, and who Ron DeSantis fired. And then she wound up running for Congress yes. against against uh, uh, Matt Gates. So... Yeah. So we finally connected and she's going to come on. Hopefully it looks like Friday. She said, just got an email and said, Friday night just opened up for me. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So forward we go into 2023. Aren't we having fun yet? 
We're having so much fun. We're, we're having so much fun. So much fun. Yes. So, much so much fun. fun so much fun. Uh, okay. Laffy, we'll see you on... Yeah. Now, see you on the Mastodons. Now, Laffy's still somewhat on Twitter, basically just auto-tweeting my stuff. Um, but you're mostly doing your, you know, tweeting on Mastodon. So people can... You know, under my name, it says DeSantisWatch.org. Where? I'm looking at. My- oh my God! Does it? I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I never finished setting up your thing, and so you still have the the, the Chiron from uh, whoever was here on Tuesday last week. That's what it is. I I I. God. I just, I, I spaced out. That damn producer of mine. She needs to be fired. I don't pay her enough well, is the well, problem. Here's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm at Godalap on Twitter. Yeah. I'm at Godalap on Post, which I don't like, so I'm hardly ever there. Right. I'm at Godalap on Counter Social. It's also, ever there. people should know it's Gotta, G-O-T-T-A-L-A-F-F. Because the, the, you'll see in the email from our new friend up there, that Julie, she said, um, uh, she she wrote it as, Gata L-A-U-G-H, a Laffy L-A-U-G-H-Y. So a lot of people do that. So it's G-O-T-T-A-L-A-F-F. A-F-F. It's a double F. Mastodon, double F is like, you know, double F. Double Um, F. On Mastodon is where I spend most of my time now. And I'm at at Gata Laugh, at... I forgot what it is. Mastodon. <laughs> dot social. Dot social. Right. And I'm at Nicole Sandler at MSTDN dot social. See, these are all known as instances. So in or other servers. to log on uh, to Mastodon, I go to MSTDN dot social and I log on there and then I can just tweet it. Ever. You're just at got a laugh. I don't need the other part. But right. I do know. I do. It's it's confusing, but it, it all it, it, it kind of works. It just works. It's confusing until you do it for a week. Once you do yeah. it for a week, it's like almost like like Twitter. You can set up Mastodon to look like Twitter if you've used kind of sort of right. Kind of sort of. Yeah. I mean, with you can make lists and columns and and things like that. But when you search for someone, you need to use all those words at gotta laugh right at mastodon dot, dot social. social because there's so many there's some some are on this journalists uh server journal host or whatever but, it, but it's yes. okay you get it it fit you you know it's it's like osmosis through osmosis you figure it out it, it becomes more familiar i guess anyway and now the house oversight committee is uh investigating the documents mark classified oh uh, please that were found by Okay. Place now, here's yeah. the difference. Let me yeah. just I, I know it's in what's news that I'm going to play in a moment, but let me say this anyway. Donald Trump took hundreds of documents with him when he left the White House, proclaiming that they're mine. They're mine. He intentionally took them. He intentionally took them. And then for 18 months, the National Archives nicely tried to get them back and they stonewalled them. And then they lied to them. And that's when the FBI came in and executed a search warrant to get the government's property back. Donald Trump obstructed their removal, obstructed returning, getting the, the, the government's documents back to them and lied all 
during this and instructed his lawyers to lie on his behalf, which they refused to do. On the other hand, as Joe Biden is transitioning from private life back into the White House from this think tank, his lawyers going through the office came across 10 documents, 10, that they uh, they immediately, when they saw them, the first thing they did was call the DOJ and the National Archives and say, we have this. Let, can we get them to you? It, they, and were, they were returned the next morning. They were returned. They cooperated. They're the ones who informed them. And it seems, right. I don't know for a fact, but it appears that these documents did not have any nuclear secrets or things like that. Yeah. Should he have had them? No. But did they do everything to rectify it immediately? Was it intentional? No, that's the difference. What Donald Trump did was intentional and he lied to them and tried to do everything in his power to keep from having to return the documents to the government. Joe Biden, accidentally, these 10 documents were mixed in with some of his personal stuff. They sent all everything over to the archives, say, you have it, you go through it and return to us what what is not yours. There's no similarities there at all none None. so Mm -hmm. anyway uh you know the the hypocrisy is just typical you know it's not stunning it's not unbelievable it's typical this is what to expect and it's going to be this and and worse it's just one more hearing for the next two years yep style hearing benghazi Tourette's Again and again and again and again and again and again and again. again. 14 times. 15, actually. All right. Laffy, I'm going to let you go. It was so nice. Happy New Year. And uh, we'll we'll plan on two weeks from now, either from Canada or from California, if it still hasn't floated away. I doubt if when I get back home, I usually need a little time to catch up. So I don't even know what day we're leaving. I'll let you know. We'll figure it out. I, I, I would count on it, but I... I don't even know the date in two okay. weeks. What's what the date in two weeks? The date? Oh, we'll the, 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 the 24th. That's know. the day of the hearing in Georgia, two weeks from today. Oh, that's right. The 24th. The Fulton. The yeah. Fulton County, well, the hearing. I I'm here. I don't, rem- I don't know what day we're leaving. I got I to gotta look at my itinerary. I have no idea. Yeah. So yep. I'll let you know. Yep. All right. We okay. will we'll, right. Uh, we'll reconvene. Call, call uh, Julie. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, right. Talk to you okay. later. Bye. Bye. Find the laughter at, well, we just told you where to find her. I'm not going through all that again. (laughs) Instead, I will leave you with the news. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good night. Bye. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. After the chaos of last week's very messy voting for Speaker Marathon, House Republicans fell completely in line on Monday, passing their 55-page rules package without too much drama. Only one member of the Republican caucus, Tony Gonzalez of Texas, joined the Democrats in opposing the package. The now-approved rules package for the 118th Congress governs how the House will operate for the next two years. And guess what? It includes all of those key concessions that Kevin McCarthy made to Republican hardliners to secure his leadership position, including the ability for any single member to call a vote to oust him. Any single member? Even a Democrat? Gotta look into that one. So the rules were passed at a 220 to 213 party line vote, except for the aforementioned Republican Tony Gonzalez of Texas, who voted with the Democrats. 
In its first piece of legislation as the new majority, the Republican-controlled House passed a bill rescinding funding for the IRS. That was part of the Inflation Reduction Act, a massive social spending bill passed by Democrats in the last Congress. While debating the proposed rules, Congressman Jim McGovern, Democrat from Massachusetts, blasted the provisions. The first legislation on the floor by this new majority, and they are using it to gut the Office of Congressional Ethics. Attack women's access to abortion. Make it easier for big oil companies to pollute and interfere in ongoing criminal investigations into President Trump. They're making it easier for billionaires and big corporations to avoid paying their taxes. Is that part of their contract with America? Is that their big plan to help everyday people? Because most people who read this package would think it must be a joke. By the way, just because the Republican-led House passes these bills still has to get through the Democratic-led Senate and signed by the Democratic President, Joe Biden. They're trying to shut down criminal investigations into the former president's wrongdoing. They are making it easier to slash taxes on billionaire corporations while dismantling the social safety net. They're giving committee chairs unbalanced discretion over which witnesses can testify, rejecting pandemic safety procedures like remote voting and trying to force an end to congressional staff unionization. And the icing on the cake? A new subcommittee to push QAnon conspiracies and launch fake investigations into non-existent scandals. What's next? A rule requiring we all wear tinfoil hats? So that special grand jury in Georgia's Fulton County has now completed its eight-month-long investigation into whether the former guy and his allies committed any crimes in their attempt to reverse the 2020 presidential election outcome. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney wrote in a brief order issued Monday that the grand jury had fulfilled its duties and was being dissolved. Then... He scheduled a January 24th hearing where prosecutors, the news media and targets of the investigation will have a chance to argue whether or not the grand jury's report should be made public. Meanwhile, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis will decide whether to charge anyone based on the grand jury's work. Stay tuned. One of the changes that the Republicans are threatening to make has to do with the House Ethics Committee. They've passed a rule change that would essentially gut the independent, nonpartisan House Ethics Committee. What could possibly go wrong? And the timing is curious. This, just as a nonpartisan ethics watchdog group, has filed a complaint with the Federal Election Commission against George Santos. He's the newly seated Republican from New York. The Campaign Legal Center is urging the FEC to investigate Santos for allegedly violating campaign finance laws. They also referenced charges that Santos lied about parts of his biography and resume in its complaint as one reason that a probe is necessary. Among a long list of complaints against the imposter, there's reporting that a Santos staffer was allegedly paid nearly $100,000 to impersonate the chief of staff of Kevin McCarthy while soliciting donations. Just amazing. And then there's this. The right-wing media echo chamber went apoplectic on Monday after news broke that a small number, about 10 documents with classified markings that appear to be from the Obama administration, were found at a think tank in Washington tied to President Biden and are now under review by the Justice Department and the National Archives. Biden's lawyers found the documents in November as they prepared to vacate the office space at the Penn-Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. 
they immediately notified the National Archives of the discovery. So here's the difference between this case and the Trump Mar-a-Lago documents. Donald Trump knowingly had hundreds of classified documents in his possession after leaving office. He defied requests from the National Archives for 18 months to return the materials to no avail. Boxes of materials were moved and hidden, and Trump fought the directive to return the documents, claiming incredulously that they belonged to him. It's worth noting that very few Republicans even cared about that. Federal investigators have recovered at least 325 classified documents from Trump as part of their inquiry. There is no comparison between the two cases. Few other tidbits to wrap up today's news. More than 34 million people in the southwestern part of the U.S. are under flood watches Tuesday as another powerful storm continues to batter California. In the past 24 hours, up to seven inches of rain fell across lower elevations in the state, while in the mountains, they reported up to 10 inches. Thousands of people have been evacuated including the entire city of Montecito. Roadways are inundated. Widespread damage across central and northern California has been reported. And the storm is now heading south, shifting the risk of mudslides and flooding to Los Angeles, San Diego, and San Jose and Las Vegas today as well. To make matters worse in this unrelenting parade of atmospheric rivers, scientists say it's still not enough to reverse the region's severe drought. The Mega Millions jackpot is now over a billion dollars again. This marks the fourth time in just over four years that the top prizes exceeded a billion dollars. If you want to get in on it, next drawing will be Tuesday night with an estimated $1.1 billion prize on the line. And for those who care about such things, the college football national championship game was played Monday night. The number one Georgia Bulldogs crushed the number three Texas Christian University Horned Frogs. Seriously, their football team is called the Horned Frogs. When you got Bulldogs going against Horned Frogs, I guess you shouldn't be surprised when the final score is 65 to 7. The Horned Frogs, okay? And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.